You're listening to LanguageCaster.com's Football Podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the show for everyone who's interested in football and wants to improve their English. My name's Damon. I'm based in Tokyo. And later in the show, we'll catch up with Damien, who lives in Hong Kong. Now, last week, the transfer window shut. Players were sold or weren't sold, moving from one club to the other. Uh, clubs got their man or missed their chance. And so we're going to concentrate on the language of transfers in our main report this week. And that's brought to you by Damien. After that, we've got some English for football. And of course, we'll finish with some predictions. Now, before we have our main report, just a little thank you to everybody who's been supporting us on Facebook and following us on Twitter. Uh, Ahmad Atami, Dexter De Silva, Jonathan Stoddard, Abtin Ayan and many, many others. Thank you very much. And thank you to Amadeo Cavado, who tweeted to ask us whether an upright meant a post. Indeed, it does. Uh, just as a crossbar can be referred to as a bar or the post and crossbars collectively are called the woodwork. So if you have any questions about language uh, for football, please don't hesitate to tweet in, uh, come to our site at languagecost.com, uh, leave a comment and so on. Right, let's kick off with our main report. Damien. Now on this week's main listing report, we look at language related to football transfers. Now if you come along to our site at languagecaster.com, you'll be able to download the transcript You'll also get vocabulary support. There's also a worksheet and we even have a football transfer crossword for those people who wish to practice their English. Now a transfer is when a footballer moves from one club to another and this can come about in two ways. Either the club decides to sell the player or the player chooses to leave the club. Simple. Actually, nothing could be further from the truth. Club managers are working within a tight budget in an attempt to buy the best players. Players are looking for higher salaries and a better chance of winning trophies. Agents want to earn large fees from their clients. Fans are full of hope or dread at the prospect of buying someone new or selling one of their stars. And press speculation fuels the whole process. So here's a brief guide to the language of football transfers in four easy steps. Number one, speculation. The transfer process usually begins in the media with rumors and gossip linking players and managers with different clubs. A player may be unhappy with the way he's been treated by his club and is angling for a move away. Or if a bigger club is showing interest, the player is flattered and suggests it would be a dream move for him. Though we all know that this just means more money. Of course, the player may not wish to move and instead vows to stay and commits his future to the team. Speculation is particularly rife or common when a player is nearing the end of his contract as clubs can buy the player at a cheaper price. Now, as we mentioned earlier, the club may well wish to get rid of the player and so they make him available and allow him to contact another club. Number two, contact. Now, officially, a club is not allowed to talk to another player while he's contracted to a club, but they can ask permission to do so, particularly if the selling club suggests they are open to offers for the player. The press may report that officials from the two clubs were seen talking, but if this happens while a player is still under contract, then it's known as tapping up, 
and is illegal and could mean a fine or another form of punishment. If the talks go well, then the press may suggest that the teams are close to a deal and that they're lining up a bid for the player. But if there are any problems, then the deal falls through and no one is going anywhere. Number three, the transfer. There are two set periods in the year when teams can buy and sell players, and this is known as the transfer window. A club will decide how much a player is worth. A price is put on his head, and then they'll enter into negotiations with another club. When the two teams agree a fee and the player is happy to move, then we say that he's signed for another club. He has moved, he has been transferred, and that the club has sealed the deal. Sometimes, if it's been a particularly quick affair and maybe rather surprising, the press say a player has been snapped up by another team. Now, not all transfers involve money. Sometimes a player moves to another club on a free, that is, costing nothing, as he's out of contract or deemed not good enough, or that he's been a loyal servant and can make some money from a move, usually at the end of his career. Another transfer that doesn't involve cash is the loan deal, which sees a player being lent or loaned to another club for a set period of time, while a swap deal sees two players changing clubs, one player joining one team and the other moving in the opposite direction. Number four, money. Now, football is a huge business and the money involved in transfers helps to keep it running. If a player is still under contract at his original club, then the new club has to pay some money to secure the player. This is the transfer fee, and usually the better the player, the higher the fee. Now, the current transfer record is £80 million, paid by Real Madrid to Manchester United for Portuguese star Ronaldo. And the player will also receive a signing-on fee, along with his new contract, and of course his agent will also benefit. It's not usual these days for a club to pay the full fee up front, but rather they pay in instalments, which may last for years in some cases. So the transfer process is now complete. However, the business of football, the intense media hunger for stories and the fans' desire for success all mean that transfer speculation soon begins again. And before you know it, the transfer window is open once more and the whole procedure starts again. Now, as we mentioned before, you can download the transcript for this report by coming along to our site at languagecast.com. We've got lots of vocabulary support and links connected to that particular report. Next is Damien again, bringing us our weekly football phrase, the transfer window. Today's English for football expression is the transfer window which is used to describe the two periods of the year when clubs are allowed to buy and sell players. The first of these two periods occurs before the European football season starts. That's from July 1st to August 30th. And the second one takes place halfway through the season in the month of January. Now, just before the end of the transfer window, the transfer deadline, sees quite a lot of transfer activity as clubs, players and agents start to panic in the knowledge that they'll not be able to buy, sell or loan a player until the following transfer window. Transfer window. My name is Theodora, I'm from Greece. My favourite team is Olympiakos and you're listening to languagecaster.com. You are indeed listening to languagecaster.com. Now, we're going to finish the show with our predictions. 
Let's start with the Africa Cup of Nations in the quarterfinals and uh, the Saturday games, Ghana versus Cape Verde, South Africa versus Mali. Of course, these games are over now. Now, both myself and Damien both thought that Ghana would win the first one and that South Africa would win the second one. We are right on the first and wrong on the second. Our guest, our guest predictor this show was Eric, a Manchester United fan. He thought the opposite. He thought Cape Verde would beat Ghana and that Mali would beat South Africa. And he was right in the second case. So those games both finished 2-0 to Ghana. And 3-1, an extraordinary match after extra time to Mali. Great news for that country at this time, of course. Now today, this is Sunday, uh, we have two more quarterfinals. Burkina Faso taking on Togo. And Damien and myself both agree again that Togo will win this one. I think 1-0, Damien 2-0. And a big game, big names at least. Ivory Coast taking on Nigeria. And again, we both agree. I think it's going to be 2-1, Damien thinks it will be 2-0. Our guest thinks Nigeria will win this one, 3-1. Now in the Premier League, we had a game yesterday and it was a bit of a shock, a bit of an upset. Bottom of the table, not right at the bottom, but the bottom half of the table, Newcastle United uh, beat Chelsea 3-2, a dramatic victory there. And Chelsea's hopes um, of uh, first or second place in the league have now gone and they, they may even be in danger of dropping out of the Champions League positions. And uh, today, Manchester City take on Liverpool. Liverpool are my team. And if I'm going to back, uh, I'm going to go for a 2-0 win to Manchester City. I'm going to go with my head this time, not my heart. Manchester City are going to be a bit too strong, I think, at home for Liverpool. And Damien agrees with me. He thinks it's going to be 2-1 to Manchester City. While Eric, a Manchester United fan, um, thinks Manchester City are going to beat Liverpool 5-1. Those are our predictions. And remember, if you have any comments about the predictions or you think there's a particularly interesting game we could focus on, please let us know at at Caster on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook or come to the site and send us a direct message. Thanks a lot. See you next week. Enjoy all of the football tour.